Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Hey, Corinne. Hey, Dom. How are you? I'm doing fantastically well. Awesome. <laughs> that was quite, quite, <laughs> good. quite an answer, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. Um, fantastically well. Yeah. Fantastic. Hey, today, you know, I was thinking about we're, we're quite famous for the LSI, the mm. Lifestyles Inventory. A mm. lot of our network, people who listen to this podcast and so, and so on, have either been through it themselves mm. or maybe they're accredited in LSI and so on. But there's another set of diagnostics that I'm personally a huge fan of, yeah, which are the impact diagnostics. So I just wanted to talk today a bit about what are those? How do they differ from LSI? Mm. When would you use them? Stuff like that. So mm. maybe if we just set the scene for everyone, first, what is the difference between LSI and leadership impact or management impact? Mm. Okay. So what I'll do in answering that, I'll just step back a little bit sure. and talk about what we call the ripple effect. And so when we're thinking about an organization and you want to create a high level of effectiveness in the organization, there are a number of levels that our diagnostics work at. Uh. So at a fundamental level, when you're working in leadership effectiveness, you've got to work with an individual leader thinking patterns. How do they see themselves? So that's inside the ripple, right at the core. Uh. How do they think? What motivates them? What frustrates them? What do they enjoy? So it's all about how I see myself, my thinking patterns. Uh-huh. Then the ripple outside of that, immediately outside of that, is really how I show up. So, and that's my thinking is LSI one. How I show up is really how other people see me, which is the LSI two. Okay, yep. And then just beyond then is what we would call how you show up in a team. And so how a team operates uh-huh. with a group of individual leaders, if you like, mm. or, or not, but Just a group. A group of individuals, yeah. yeah. And it's the next level where we start to talk about impact. So leadership impact, we have two tools, diagnostics for leaders. One's called leadership impact, originally designed for leaders of leaders. So it's really okay. at that C-suite executive senior level, leaders who are leading teams and divisions and departments. So they're leading leaders. That was what the group it was designed with in mind. The other kind of impact tool we have is management impact. And that's really more uh, middle to senior management where they really got an operational, more tactical role Uh in the business. So what's the difference between LSI and LI? Good question. So where LSI if we, we talk about LSI 1 and 2, LSI 1 and 2 is very, it's about thinking, LSI 1, and LSI 2 is really around how people perceive my behaviour. Mm. Okay, so the picture that I get back in an LSI 2 circumplex is how people see me, whether they see me as constructive, aggressive, defensive, or passive, defensive. So it's how do I behave? That's Mm. the question. How do people perceive me behaving? Questions answering. When we look at impact, we're really looking at how 
does my behavior cause other people to behave? How does my behavior motivate others to behave? Mm. So it's really, if you like, the effect of my behavior. So LSI 2 shows me how other people see my behavior Mm. and impact shows me the effect of that behavior on the people around me. So if I'm, so just thinking about that, so if I say you're my manager, you're my leader, in LSI 2 I might say I see you behave in, say, oppositional ways. Yep. What would be the difference then with impact? Yeah. So in a circumplex in the LSI 2, you might get feedback, let's take uh, oppositional. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people, the feedback that you get in LSI 2 as a leader is oppositional. That means people might see you as being argumentative critical, Mm. indirectly opposing authority, scrutinizing, challenging at that more intense level of opposition. So it would show up high red in the oppositional style. In a leadership impact, we're really looking at how your oppositional behavior, scrutinizing, challenging, criticizing, argumentative, how do those behaviors cause your direct reports to behave, okay, with you being argumentative, challenging, or your peers. So how do those oppositional behaviours create other people or motivate other people to behave? So let's think about it. I experience you as my leader as being critical, argumentative, and challenging. What's the possible impact on me? For me, it would probably be, I'm going to keep my head down. Yeah. <laughs> going to keep my head down yep. and uh, avoid you if I can. Yeah. So the LI will show the impact of me, on me, of your behavior. Mm. So if I'm going to keep my head down and I'm going to avoid you, it's going to show up green. Mm. Okay. So in the LSI too, your behavior was seen as oppositional. But in your leadership impact, the circumplex would show the effect of being oppositional on your people, which Mm. is avoidance Mm. or dependent. I don't want to get it wrong because they're just going to criticize me. So I'm just not, I'm just going to wait for, you know, them to tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So red behavior, creating a green impact. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of simplifying it. So an impact is really your, it's not looking at your behavior directly. It's looking at the reaction of others to your behavior, if I could put it that way, the effect. Mm. So is it, with that example, is it always that way that it would drive a passive behavior or can it go the other way? could totally go the other way. Mm. It could be that you're argumentative, you're challenging, really frustrates me and really makes me want to push back. And mm. so it might show up as, Oppositional back, right? We're going head to head. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to go head to head, or I might go into power because Mm. I feel like I've really got to push my view. Mm. You know, you blocking me all the time means that I feel like I've got to be self-sufficient. I can't rely on anybody. I've got to keep a tight control because I've got to be ready to answer any question that you're going to throw at me or any challenge. So it doesn't necessarily follow that all red behavior that would show up on an LSI two would create a green. It could be green or red, mm. and that's really the point, isn't it? Mm. We want to understand how does my behavior motivate my peers and my direct reports to behave, mm. for example. 
So we're looking at the effect, the impact of your behavior. And so on LSI, we talk about measuring personal satisfaction at an LSI 1 level and then personal effectiveness at an LSI 2 level. So how personally effective am I at doing the job? What are we measuring as an outcome, if you like, Yeah, on an impact level? Yep, great question. So we're measuring in terms of we measure three related but discrete things in leadership impact. In terms of effectiveness, so we measure effectiveness at three levels. Mm. We're looking at organisational effectiveness, and in organisational effectiveness, we look at things like, are you a traditional day-to-day manager or are you a, a visionary leader? Do you encourage empowerment or are you a micromanager? Do you encourage, does your action promote agility or does it increase the rigidity of the organisation. So we're looking at the impact in the organisation on people and on whether you, you know, if there's a temporal level or whether you're short-term or long-term focused and whether the impact on the organisation helps to enable it to be nimble versus actually quite stuck in mm. its way. So organisational level effectiveness. We also look at personal effectiveness in the leadership impact and that's looking at things like how well do you respond to feedback? To what extent are you interested in self-development and growth? Mm. We're interested in how well do you respond to and manage stress? Mm. Um, are you relaxed and at ease or are you tense? We're looking at to what extent are you perceived to be ready for promotion? So we're looking at personal effectiveness. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a category which always strikes people as being a bit Odd, and we call okay. it the shortcut of it is balance. And the balance is looking at, for example, we look at how people perceive your value. So, people do they see you as being undervalued or overvalued? And the reason we call it balance is because ideally you want to be appropriately valued, right? Yeah, uh, we look at the amount of authority have you that you've got, and you know, have you got enough authority or too much authority? Again, Uh. you want to have sufficient authority for what you've been asked to do. Uh. Have you, are you seen as promoting your own ambition, your own success, individual success, or are you seen as promoting the ambition success of the organization? Who or what are you motivated by? Again, we're looking for a balance of I and we in terms Uh. of the organization. So, that's what, how we look at effectiveness in the leadership impact. And so is it, is it like the, are those all outcomes of my impact or yeah. how does that work? <clears throat> yeah, the way that the model works. And so one of the differences between the LSI and the leadership impact is that the frame or the construct of the leadership impact is quite a different thing that we're measuring compared to the behavior, how you see me. Mm. So with the leadership impact, the proposition, I guess, is that your effectiveness as a leader is going to be shaped by the behavioral impact that you have on the people you work right. with, your direct reports, your leader, your peers. And, and we measure that using the circumplex. Right. And so is that kind of saying, if I'm just thinking about, so if I'm causing people to behave defensively, then on an LSI level, we know that if we're operating defensively versus constructively, 
we're not as effective. Yeah. Essentially. Correct. So for example, let's go back to your example of oppositional. Yeah. You're an oppositional leader. That's the primary style that people see mm-hmm. you operate with. Mm. So argumentative, challenging, scrutinizing, I am not interrogative. Hearty laughter from the studio audience. Um, (laughs) But so they're the behaviours. The impact we talked about was either it's going to intimidate me and so I'm going to avoid Mm. getting things wrong. I'm going to make sure that I run everything by you because there's no point in taking initiative on my own because you only criticise it. Okay. Mm. So there we've got your behaviour has motivated me to operate in a passive way. Mm. So the circumplex would show in terms of a direct report, avoidance possibly, dependent, mm. Mm. conventional. Mm. Okay. So then when we look at the effectiveness measures, to what extent do you empower people mm. that if you're driving an avoidance yeah. in me and your people or, or dependent conventional, it's quite probable that empowerment is going to score low. So that's kind of that thing. I mean, ultimately, leaders get stuff done with and through people. Correct. And so if my impact is to make you not at your best, yep. you're not performing at your best, then yep. obviously I'm not as effective as a leader. Yes. Because the people around me are not being the best. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. And equally, the more constructive you are, mm as a leader mm. in terms of how we show up in our relationships, the more curious you are. So if you added to the LSI2 oppositional a really high dose of humanistic encouraging, mm. so you are a leader that encourages me to think for myself. Mm. So the encouraging from humanistic encouraging you support me, you're curious, you get me to be curious, you're helping me stretch my thinking. And the opposition is not there as a primary style, but it's it's a 50th percentile. So it means sure. that you're encouraging me to not take things at face value, mm. higher on humanistic encouraging. So if you've got that kind of combo in your LSI too, it's a good you know chance that you may actually be having a constructive impact. So it may increase my achievement. You might be mm. motivating me through humanistic encouraging and a bit of oppositional to actually reach for the best that I can be because you're helping me think through problems more. Right, challenging, constructive challenging. More constructive challenging, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so is it a bit different, you know, we talked about it's a bit more kind of cause and effecty mm. almost. Mm. The- Where your behaviour is the cause. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so in the impact we're saying effectiveness is going to be shaped by your behavioural impact on the people you work with, yep, Uh and we measure that using the circumplex. The other piece with leadership impact, which is also different to LSI, is that we believe that your behavioural impact, the model, demonstrates that your behavioural impact as a leader is shaped by the strategies that you Uh. use as a leader to motivate others. Uh. Okay. Now, this is where there's a lot of depth and a lot of additional information in the leadership impact. And this is where there's a departure to say the LSI. So in the leadership impact, 
you will get a lot of information about what you need to do more of in order to create constructive impact, what you need to do less of. Mm, So it's a bit more prescriptive. Yes, it's a bit more prescriptive. And so if I explain that, what I'd say is the way to think about it is that as leaders, we use a whole bunch of different methods Uh to motivate people, get them people in our team or working with our peers to work to get a particular result. So a whole bunch of methods. We might bring a team together. We might direct. We might communicate a vision. So there's a whole range of things that we do. Now, what this model says is that all those methods for getting people to do stuff can be divided, broadly speaking, into two buckets, if I can put it that way. Okay. Being very technical today. (laughs) Um, So one bucket is called prescriptive strategy. Okay. And the other bucket's called a restrictive strategy. Uh. Now, a prescriptive strategy, when a leader's being prescriptive, they're being really clear about the vision, the goal, what the standard looks like. So they're being really clear about what good looks like, what it is that I need, what I'm aiming for. Uh. Okay. They're being very clear around what I can do and can't do. So I know what decisions I'm responsible for. Uh I know what I'm able to influence. So it's giving me a way forward because it's giving me something to reach for. Does that Uh make sense? So that's prescriptive. When I am, as a leader, being restrictive, I'm more likely to be saying what I don't want. So if I'm being using a prescriptive strategy, so I'm being really clear about what I do want and what that looks like. When I'm being restrictive, I'm being clear about what I want you to avoid, what I don't want you to do, and what I feel strongly about in a way that is, you know, avoiding a particular outcome. So, for example, if we go to the beach and, um, you know, we've got small kids with us, say they're seven or eight years old, and we're saying, hey, kids, we're going to the beach, fantastic. Are we all excited? We're going to have a great day. Okay. And everybody says, yes. And we say, great. So as soon as we put our stuff down, I don't want you to take five paces without me with you. Don't go in the water (laughs) unless you've got somebody with you. There will be no sandcastle building. There will be no sandcastle building. Don't get, so there's a lot of restrictives. Now, the intention, my intention is to keep my kids safe. Uh. Okay. But there's a lot of don'ts. What I don't want you to do, what I don't is what's not okay. Mm. Whereas if we said, how are we going to keep safe? If you want to go for a swim, what are you going to do? Uh, Right. Going to go between the flags. Okay. So it's a different approach, still getting to the same outcome, but I am giving examples of what I'd like them to do, what not to do. Uh. Now, in Leadership Impact, the nature of leadership we recognize is sometimes leaders have to say no. Sometimes the stakes are so high and the time is so low that they're going to have to restrict. I'm going to have to say no, I'm not okay with that, or I'm going to have to veto Uh a decision. Now, the great thing about Leadership Impact, it says we know that leaders somehow have to, sometimes will have to constrain and be restrictive, yep. but you don't want that to be your default pattern all the time. Uh. You're saying, no, don't, avoid this. 
So with Leadership Impact, we give leaders a, an indication of how frequently they need to be prescriptive. So we're saying that you need to be three times as much prescriptive as restrictive if uh. you want to create a constructive impact. Uh. Okay, so, so that's really helpful because what a leader gets then is not just how levels of effectiveness as they're perceived by their, the people who've given them feedback. They get information on their behaviour that's creating that effective effectiveness and then they get the why. What am I doing that is shaping the behavior that is having this, you know, in this case, say, negative impact on effectiveness? And it's as simple as saying, it's very specific. It says, you'll need to do more of this and you'll need to do more of less of this. So it really looks at the frequency with which I lead people in a way that's prescriptive versus restrictive. I like that because it's kind of realistic, I think. Like sometimes you got to veto it yeah. or sometimes yeah. you need to make a call or whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah. And so as you were saying, that's okay as long as you're doing this other stuff yeah. It's not more your frequently. MO. Correct. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I like the Stephen Covey idea of a, a bank account, you know, mm. you know, he mm. talked about an emotional bank account. Like it's okay to make withdrawals just as long as you're making the deposits, mm. you know. So it's the same kind of thing. You've It's not about you can't be honest, you can't say it like it is, you can't correct people. It's saying you can do all those things, but A, be careful how you do it. You know, if you're doing it in a really aggressive way, then you leave people feeling diminished rather than resource to be able to get things done. But also just make sure that it isn't the pattern of how you lead people is in a restrictive way. So it's the, the frequency and balance, I like that. Corinne, at the start, we talked about management impact and leadership impact. So what's the difference? What's the difference between those two? Yeah. When we talk about a leadership impact, I said before that it was designed with C-suite, senior executives in mind, so leaders of leaders. Uh-huh. And so the difference between leadership impact and management impact, where leadership impact looks at areas. So we we measure leaders in terms of how often they behave in a prescriptive way or a restrictive way across 10 different domains. Okay. Setting a vision, role modeling, mentoring, stimulating thinking, monitoring performance. So these domains mm. are what the research has shown us is what sets leaders apart from managers. Okay. Leaders of leaders don't work necessarily at that tactical level, they work more at higher level that's more strategic. Mm-hmm. So to that degree, one of the differences is that leadership impact is really looking at what leaders do at more strategic level, creating a context, providing feedback, you know, levels of influence. Mm. When we look at management impact, we're really having mind managers who are involved in the operational delivery mm. of the organisation. So we're looking at things like task-based approaches to how they they manage tasks, so setting goals, resource allocation, how they, they measure and monitor. We look at how they get teams together, how they create opportunities for actually reward and recognition. So at Leadership Impact, we're looking at strategies. At Management Impact, we're looking at approaches to very tactical ways of organising and coordinating 
people's actions. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so essentially, the the concept is the same as far as how we cause other people to behave. Correct. But the things leaders do and the things managers do are just different by nature of their role. Correct. Yeah. 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 Beauty. Okay. So the manager's uh, tactical level are really much more about getting to delivery. How leaders, the approaches they use to organize and galvanize and coordinate people to actually get things done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. And, and I think, you know, nowadays I know it's trendy to say everyone's a leader and all that. I get the sentiment behind that. But we need managers too who, yeah. de- who deliver the tactical we day-to-day totally stuff. Do. We totally you know, do. That's super important. Yeah, and there's some fantastic stuff in the management impact, which I really love. Like one of my questions, my favourite questions in the management impact is whether I have a calming effect mm. on my people yeah, interesting. or whether I raise their stress levels. So yeah. it's really around, you know, that's a personal effectiveness question. It's mm. really is my impact that I calm things down and enable people to actually think clearly in order to be able to deliver or do I heighten that stress level? Uh. So there's some fantastic stuff in the management impact that's really useful for managers who are really at that operational level where it is about managing and coordinating effort and, you know, managing people and aligning and coordinating operational issues in order to get things done and also motivating people to want to get their job done. Mm. Yeah, it's a critical position in any organisation totally. that's the doing. Yeah. Another question then is why would I use LSI? Why would I use Impact? You know, is there a different timings for yeah. them? How does that work? Yes, quite a few variables come into play. So I would be saying if you're organization isn't, it depends on why you want to do your leadership work and what it is that you're trying to achieve as a result of it. So if you're an organization where the leadership are new to 360 or the primary issue is them becoming aware of their behavior, then LSI is the thing to use. Mm -hmm. We would always use LSI 1, even if we were using a a leadership or a management impact because we think it's important that leaders have an understanding of what's motivating. So that's their own thinking. Their own thinking. Mm-hmm. So we'd always use that, but it's a question of whether we're going to use LSI too or, or impact. So if the the focus around the work that you're really wanting to target in the organisation with leaders is behavioural in terms of getting people a sense you really want them to understand how they're perceived, uh. then you might do LSI too. Yep. Okay. Sometimes clients will start with LSI uh. one and two as a way of building a journey. Uh. And then once they've tested and retested LSI one and two a few times, they'll progress their leaders to an impact. Uh. LSI, you know, impact. The other way that you can use it is if you're doing a multi-leader, multi-level initiative. So, for example, you might use your LSI 1 and 2 with team leaders, use management impact with middle managers who are involved in operational delivery, Mm. and then you use leadership impact with the the senior leaders Mm. and the leaders of C-suite. So that's a really, if you're looking at an organisational level change where you're wanting to work with a different leaders at different levels, that's a really good way of mm. doing it. And in some organisations, they might even introduce LSI 1 
with their employees and their team members. Mm. Team leaders LSI one and two, middle managers management impact, and then senior leaders LI. So you can either start with LSI one and two, and when the leaders have a really good sense, self awareness of how I think, how that shapes my behaviour, and how other people see me, then they can move to an impact tool. Equally. There are times when I've moved straight into impact tool with the clients that I work with because I've got leaders who are very detail-oriented, short on time, and they really need to get a very clear picture of how their behaviour is creating, the kind of impact their behaviour is creating. So impact can be good for that. If I'm doing work on culture with an organisation, and we're doing leadership at the same time, I will do leadership impact because the impact that leaders are having is essentially the norms that they're creating. Uh, And so there's a tighter fit with the culture work that we're doing. Gotcha. So there's never going to be kind of a a correct formula, Uh. but there's some of the, the variables that I'd, you know, in terms of context that I would encourage people to think through. Yeah, it's great. So it's kind of, yeah, it depends on what you're trying to achieve Absolutely. at the end of the day. Achieve and also the context, you know, how experienced are people, how aware are they in terms of leaders of their behaviour. So, yeah, context and what you're trying to achieve. The other thing that I think is interesting about impact, and we'll probably leave it here, but it's just in impact, we actually ask people what's their ideal impact, Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a bit different because it's saying how do you want people to mm, behave? And mm. so they set their own baseline, their own goal yeah. for that, and then people give them feedback on this is the actual impact you're having. Yeah. And so for some leaders, that's actually a really powerful mm. moment because they realize, well, maybe there's a misalignment between yeah. those things. And there's a couple of things, and I, it's a fantastic way because what it does, you're right, it's um for all leaders what it does is it they're setting their aspirational state. And what that ideal impact is actually saying, these are the values, mm. my values, optimally. If I was operating as the leader that I wanted to be, this is the impact that I would be creating. And so they're setting that bar. They're not having to conform to somebody else's. We're not telling them. We're not telling them. And so when we're looking at so that's their future state and they've decided it and it represents their values about what they think is important in leadership, then we can look at their actual feedback and they can see and we do a gap for them. So the report actually gives them a gap analysis between where they'd like to be and where they are at the moment. And so it's very clear what a way forward in terms of development opportunity is. Fantastic. Well, I hope that cleared up a little, the differences between them. Um, I know it's useful for me. I, I haven't had so much use of leadership impact, but yeah. um, a lot of LSI, as probably a lot of our network, are, are pretty similar. So I love that. And what might be good is later on, maybe next yeah. time we're in the studio, is is maybe expand on some more practical hints and tips and so on around uh, impact. Sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that was my cheeky little way of making sure you come back for another recording (laughs) session so understood noted (laughs) love to okay thanks Tom fantastic thanks for your time Corinne thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites if you enjoy the show remember to subscribe on iTunes Stitcher SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts also leave us a review it helps other people to find the show 
If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. Thank you.